Welcome to Take Another Five, your weekly podcast on a bit of this and a bit of that. Hosted by Donna J. Jodhan. Hey there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to my podcast, Take Another Five. I produce weekly podcasts, and each podcast contains five specific segments, and I hope that you are enjoying them as much as I'm enjoying bringing them to you. I am a blogger, writer, editor, author, entrepreneur, and law student. I live in Toronto, Canada, and many of you may be asking, where is Canada? Canada is to the north of the U.S. border, and I hope that many of you have visited my beloved country, and uh, I look forward to seeing you here soon, if you haven't thus far. The weather is pretty good in my neck of the woods for today. I can hear the birds singing, and the sun is shining, and I can smell the fresh, fragrant air as it wafts through my windows. Now it's time for us to get started and talk about what I have in store for you this week. So we have our usual kitchen corner, take another five with technology, the five minutes mystery, in the end zone with the entrepreneur, and staying ahead of bullies and scams. So now it's time for us to get started. And you don't go anywhere. Stay tuned for our first segment is coming up. Welcome to my kitchen corner. Hey, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to my kitchen corner. You know, I really enjoy cooking. I really, really do. Whether it's with a recipe or without a recipe, I love cooking, and I do this in order to relax, recharge, and rethink. I especially like cooking on weekends when it is quiet, and I like cooking for friends and family, and It's just a very enjoyable activity for me. I just get out all of my stuff and arrange them on my counter, and then away I go. So for my uh, segment this week, again, I thank my good friend Mama Peach, who has shared so selflessly with us so many recipes, a really terrific library of recipes that Mama Peach has shared and continues to share with her readers. And for this week, I have chosen two specific recipes for you. The first is in the all-purpose cookies category. Um, sorry, it's in the cookies and bars category. And this one is titled All-Purpose Cookies. Now remember, if you have any questions and you would like an electronic copy of this recipe, you can write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca. 
That's I-N-F-O at sterlingcreations.ca. And that's spelled S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S dot C-A. Okay, here we go. All-purpose cookies. One and a half cup of cornstarch. One and a half cup of powdered sugar. One cup of sifted flour. Three quarter cup of butter. Sift cornstarch, powdered sugar and flour together in mixing bowl. Blend in butter with a teaspoon. Mixing until a soft, smooth dough forms. Prepare desired cookie variety by, ship, by shaping into one-inch balls or by adding one quarter cup of finely chopped nuts and shaping into rolls one half inch thick and three inches long. Place balls about one to one and a half inches apart on ungreased cookie sheet. Flatten with lightly floured fork. Bake in 350 degree oven until edges are lightly browned for about 20 to 25 minutes. This recipe makes three dozen. Mm -mm -mm, I can smell it already. My second recipe for this week comes from the low-fat cookbook category, and it's an appetizer. Okay, it's an almond fruit dip. Two cups, and each cup is 16 ounces, of low-fat cottage cheese. One and a half cup of powdered sugar. Four ounces fat-free cream cheese. One teaspoon of almond extract. In a blender, add all ingredients and blend until smooth. Cover and chill until ready to serve. Serve with fresh fruit. Per tablespoon, there are 16.58 calories. Total fat is 0.11 grams. Saturated fat is 0.7 grams. Sodium is 57.82 grams. Protein is 1.17 grams. And carbohydrates is 2.10 grams. Oh, let's not forget the cholesterol. It's 0 0.48 grams. Fiber is 0 grams. 
And that's it. Those are my two recipes for this week. And remember, write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca and I would be happy to send you an electronic copy of this recipe or these recipes. In the meantime, folks, happy cooking. And now stay tuned for my next segment. Take another five with technology. Time to take another five with technology. Hey there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to my second segment, Take Another Five with Technology. And it's time for us to have a little biz- visit with technology, and for this week, I have some interesting stuff for you. First off, I'm going to start with an app. It's a Facebook app, and I'd like you to meet the Accessible Facebook app. This is what I do, and I hope that others can benefit from this. I use my iDevice to help me out here, my iPad or my iPhone. The Facebook app on an iDevice is much more flexible and accessible for me as a blind person. It is easier for me to find things and be where I want to be. Now, if I am seeking to use Facebook on my computer, I use the mobile version. It is much easier and simpler to use. So this is why I use the accessible Facebook app. And to access the the mobile version on my computer, I type m, as in morning, dot facebook, dot com, followed by the name of the page I I am seeking. So for example, m.facebook.com slash Donna Chodhan is where I go to access my own personal Facebook page. Give this a try and tell others about it. I am sure that you will have less headaches with this way of of accessing an accessible Facebook app. All right, it's time for my next app for this week. And you guessed it, it's the accessible Twitter app. This is an app that I discovered about two or years ago, or maybe even more. You can find this app on your iDevice, or in addition, if you type in m.twitter.com, followed by your hashtag, then you can access the same version on your computer. It appears that the mobile version of Twitter and Facebook work much better than if you go to the main pages of these two websites. 
Everything is much more compact and usable for someone who is blind. Truth be told, this is how I surf these two websites. I use my iDevice, iPad or iPhone, to do just that. Yeah, it works for me. So why not introduce this app to your friend or family member? It does not matter if they are blind or if they're not blind. Just go out there and have someone fun, sorry, meeting the accessible Twitter app. Now, if you'd like to know more or you'd like me to send you some additional information, please do not hesitate to send me an email at info at sterlingcreations.ca. That's I-N-F-O at S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S dot C-A. This is my segment for this week. Take another five with technology. <clears throat> and now I invite you to stay tuned for my next segment. The five minutes mystery moment. See you on the other side. Well, looky here, we're up to segment three of my weekly podcast, Take Another Five, and I'm Donna Jill Jodhan here with you once more. It's time for our five-minute mystery moment, and I hope that you are enjoying these as much as I'm enjoying bringing them to you. I am an audio mystery writer, and I write audio mysteries I have been doing so since 2010. My audio mysteries have been broadcast across the ACB Internet Radio Network and at Accessible Media Inc. in Toronto, Canada. I sell my audio mysteries at www.donnajodhan.com slash store.html that's www.donna.co sorry let me start again www.donnajodhan.com slash s-t-o-r-e dot html so www.donnachodhen.com slash store.html And the proceeds of my audio mysteries all go into my anti-bullying campaign or as I have coined it, my campaign against bullying. But for this week, it's time for us to concentrate on the five-minute mystery moment. And this one is called the Norwegian Nutcracker. 
Matt Greco's never had a chance in life. He had done everything right. He was honest and hardworking, but alas, jealousy played a hand in his murder. The scene of the crime looked like this. Lights were out in most places. There was chaos everywhere. People screaming and trying to find the doors. Buffet tables were turned upside down. There were some people injured and lying on the floor. Three persons were found seriously injured. One was found dead close by. His mask had been ripped away from his face. He had been shot point-blank in the heart. This was a Halloween function at which a murder had taken place. And the motives that were identified were as follows. Someone had wanted to take control of the victim's business. The victim had been threatening to expose someone's secret. The victim had been refusing to cooperate with his former past. And these were the motives. The suspects identified were Elliot, who had wanted to take control of Matt Gregos' business. Jim, who had wanted the victim to keep his secret to the end. And Paul, who had wanted the victim to rejoin the drug world. The cause of death was a single gunshot to the heart. The victim had died instantly. This murder had been carefully planned. The murderer used his close association to, the, to Matt in order to garner information. He knew that he would not be invited to the exclusive ball, the Halloween ball, so he set about to obtain an invitation. He tricked Matt's secretary into getting him one telling her that Mutt had intended to invite him somehow, but, alas, he had forgotten. The secretary was only too glad to oblige, as she quite liked the killer and readily believed his story. In return for getting him the invitation, the killer had taken the secretary out for dinner at a very expensive restaurant. He had told her not to tell Matt about the invitation and she had agreed. A few days before the ball, the killer had phoned the company that had rented out the masks and had told the salesperson that he had wanted to rent it a that he had wanted to rent a mask but he had wanted to make sure that it was not the same one as that of Matt Gregos the salesperson had bought the story 
and had easily volunteered the information as to what mask Matt was wearing. Mm -mm -mm. The killer rented the Norwegian Nutcracker's mask, a very unobtrusive mask. And now I'm going to leave it up to you to determine who killed poor old Matt Gregos. I'll tell you who did it at the end of my podcast. But in the meantime, it's up to you. Now, stay tuned for my next segment, and I'll see you on the other side. In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur. Hey, welcome to In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur, and that's me, Donna Jill Jodham. Each week, I present you with tips for an entrepreneur, tips that I have gathered since I've been an entrepreneur, and I started out being an entrepreneur in 1998. I started out when the internet was just but a wee blip on our radar. But today, the internet has grown into, good Lord, not just a blip, but I'm not sure what to call it. So I've seen the landscape for entrepreneurs grow from something where we used to advertise using business cards and printed formats and flyers and brochures, but today we've got websites, we've got social media, we've got so many different things, and people can access our businesses on not just you know through a computer but they can do it through an eye device so the landscape for entrepreneurs have really changed for this week I'd like to talk about what types of resources should you consider if you want to be an entrepreneur these include financial resources how much money is needed how much money do you have How much money do you need to obtain? From where would you obtain this money? So this money could be obtained from a bank. It could be obtained from friends or family, which is what I would prefer not to get into. The loan is probably the best thing if you want to obtain any sort of financial resources, but you need to be very, very careful to make sure that you can pay back these financial resources on a timely basis. Technical resources. And it's all about how much can you do for yourself. How much technical resources do you need to obtain? And from where do you need to obtain it? Okay. A potential cost to obtaining these technical resources. Now you come to the physical resources. Type and potential cost of hardware. Type and potential cost of software. Type and potential cost 
of physical facilities. You know, where are you going to be located? So, you've got your technical resources and your financial resources to think about. And I'm going to throw in here your human resources. You know, it's not always that you start off being an entrepreneur on your own. You could be an entrepreneur, but with somebody else as well. So that's it for me, the types of resources that one would like or should be looking at as an entrepreneur if you're now starting out. I hope that these tips for this week have helped you. And I hope that you've enjoyed In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur. And again, if you have any questions, any questions at all, please do not hesitate to write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca and I would be more than happy to send you anything that you request in electronic format. You take care and stay tuned for my final, no, it's segment five, sorry, of uh, my Take Another Five podcast. See you on the other side. Help us beat the bullies and the scams. Hey, it's Donna Jill Johnhen once more, and welcome to segment five of my weekly podcast, Take Another Five. Yeah, we're almost at the end of this uh, podcast for this week. And for this segment, we're going to be talking about scams and bullies. All right, so my, my first part of this segment is to talk about a scam that is presently making the rounds among us. And this one has to do with better not to answer the door to the unknown person. They could be anyone from the youngest to the oldest. And trust me when I tell you that you should not be surprised to see a young person, as young as maybe 10 years old, standing at your door, just waiting to put a scam over you. They could be doing anything from selling small appliances and electronics in, to being someone who is an insurance salesman, oper- offering to do your taxes as well. You know, you have to be aware. The youngest one is not exactly an innocent scammer. He is one that is sent by an older person. And you look into those big round eyes and that innocent smile of the young person. But trust me, if you don't know who that person is, do not, do not answer the door to them. Of course, you're going to open the door to see who it is. But please shut the door as soon as you open it if you don't know who they are. And that's my scam for this week. Now, let me go on to talk about building awareness about bullying. How concerned are we that we seem to be drifting away from face-to-face contact? Are we concerned that our kids seem to be more comfortable interacting with each other through such 
channels as Facebook, Twitter, the, and the various chat rooms and texting? Are we concerned that adults are also starting to follow these trends? We should be concerned. Social media definitely has a part to play in our lives, but I believe that we should do everything in our power to perpetuate face-to-face -face interaction and the good old-fashioned way of socializing through family evenings and friendly social get-togethers. There is nothing more rewarding in being able to interact live with our friends. And by this, I mean being able to sit next to them and engage in friendly and healthy conversation. It is always so nice whenever we have the chance to sit down with others in a friendly atmosphere and catch up on each other's lives. It is. Now, you're wondering how this pertains to bullying. I'll tell you this. Social media is one of the major reasons why bullying is growing. Because people are finding it easier to bully each other through social media. Because you're not seeing them face to face. They send hate notes, hate texts, hate photos. And then they take your photos and they expose it in order to bully you on social media. So, if you'd like to know more about my campaign against bullying, CAB, go to www.donnajodhan.com and access my bullying page. Alright? And if you want to know more about scams, don't hesitate to write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca. Now it's time for my final wrap-up of the week, and stay tuned. Thank you for having taken another five. We wish you a fantastic day. Well, it's another week in the books. And it's Donna Jill Jodhan with you, and it's time for our wrap-up. Boy, I didn't think it would come that quickly, but here we are at our wrap-up. And let's start by telling you who did it. Who killed Matt Grecos on the night of a Halloween ball in a very, very large and luxurious hall? It was not Paul, as he was not close enough to Matt to have been able to obtain the necessary info. Jim or Elliot? It was Elliot. Elliot worked with Matt. He was Matt's brother. He had wanted to buy out Matt, but Matt had refused. He was very jealous of Matt and even had managed him to convince Jim to call Matt's loan and at the same time lend him enough money to buy out Matt. This is what he had done. Jim 
had gone along with this because he had wanted to stop Matt from turning him in. However, Jim had had no idea that Elliot was planning murder. So you see, Elliot was the killer. Elliot used Jim to obtain his means and then he killed his brother, Matt. That's it for me for this week. My name is Donna Jill Jodhan. I've been pleased to be with you to bring you my Take Another Five podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Accessible World. That's A-C-C-E-S-S-I-B-L-E-W-O-R-L-D. Or at Author underscore Jodhan. That's A-U-T-H-O-R underscore J-O-D-H-A-N. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Donna Jodham or author Donna, Donna Jodham. Right then, that's it for this week. I wish you a great day, a terrific week. Keep a song in your heart and may the winds be at your back and I'll see you next week. Bye for now.